Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. President Biden heads to Poland to show support and continue his condemnation of Russia. Meanwhile, Donald Trump sues Hillary Clinton and other Democrats for tying his campaign to Russia. It's Friday, March 25th. Here's your News Fix. Starting with some stark statistics on Ukraine. UNICEF has said that more than half of the country's children have been displaced in the month since the war began. President Zelensky was also quoted in The Guardian as saying, Russia has destroyed 230 schools, 155 kindergartens and killed 128 children in Ukraine. If you watch one thing today, please let it be the special report aired by BBC News on Kharkiv by Quentin Somerville. It is an astonishing look from the front line with shelling all around them as they film with Ukrainian soldiers. It's linked in today's newsletter and is highly worth a watch. Looking at what's happening today, President Biden is expected to visit US troops and meet with President Duda in Poland today. The Guardian said he will visit a town in eastern Poland, 50 miles from the border with Ukraine. In terms of what to read on this, The Guardian had a really, really interesting piece on the geopolitics around this. It's the headline, Will Poland's Good Guy Status on Ukraine Help It Standing in the EU? In one excerpt from that piece, it says, quote, Mired in a bitter seven-year standoff with the EU over democratic backsliding and the rule of law, the government in Warsaw, whose populist brand of national conservatism has also strained relations with Washington, now hopes the fallout from Vladimir Putin's war will finally oblige the bloc to cut it some slack. As Axios also noted, in October 2020, Biden described Poland in the same breath as Hungary and Belarus, while warning about the rise of totalitarian regimes. So honestly, I think it would make for a very interesting visit and we'll keep a close eye for any headlines. Now some Trump-era politics. Donald Trump has sued Hillary Clinton and a number of other Democrats, saying they made efforts to rig the election in 2016 by tying his campaign to Russia. As some BBC analysis said, a court victory may be unlikely, but Mr. Trump can tout the lawsuit itself to his supporters as evidence that he is fighting back against his accusers. And if the case is eventually dismissed, it will be cited as a sign the establishment is still out to get him. Meanwhile, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, Virginia or Ginny Thomas, pursued unrelenting efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 election in Trump's favour. In a series of text messages by Thomas to Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, she said Biden's victory was, quote, the greatest heist of our history. All of the texts were published by The Washington Post. We've linked to it in the newsletter. And also in terms of Trump era politics, in an extraordinary moment, Alabama's attorney general refused to say Joe Biden is the duly elected and lawfully serving president. It's honestly quite a fascinating clip to watch. Again, of course, in the newsletter if you want to see it. Now, in some climate coverage, the Great Barrier Reef in Australia is suffering a mass bleaching event, the fourth in six years. What's happening? Well, the coral is suffering due to the rising temperatures and thus warmer seas. If I'm honest, I had seen a lot of articles about this and really struggled to wrap my head around what it meant. But we found some very helpful context from the National Ocean Service. It said, quote, when the water is too warm, corals will expel the algae living in their tissues, causing the coral to turn completely white. This is called coral bleaching. When a coral bleaches, it is not dead. Corals can survive a bleaching event, but they are under more stress and are subject to mortality. Now in something we're watching out for, Edward VIII, Britain's traitor king. 
At 8pm this Sunday, Channel 4 are set to air an extraordinary documentary looking at the alleged collusion between King Edward VIII post-abdication with Adolf Hitler and the Nazi regime. Who was he? King Edward VIII, for anyone that didn't know, was the oldest son and heir of King George V, who died in January 1936. King Edward VIII only lasted as king until December of that year, citing the woman I love as one of his reasons for abdicating. That woman was Wallace Simpson, an American divorcee. The abdication became a crisis for the royal family, and Edward's younger brother Bertie became King George VI, the father of the current queen. Anyway, according to a review of the documentary, there's evidence showing the great lengths Sir Winston Churchill went to in order to hide the depths of links between the former monarch and the Nazis. Something else we're watching out for, Bridgerton season two releases on Netflix today. The Guardian gave it three stars in their review and said it is back with less fun and far less sex. And lastly, today marks Elton John's 75th birthday. That's today's fix. Have a great day.